Hello everybody, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host Blake, and I'm going to be doing the rest of the bite of 87 for you tonight. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello. And also, don't forget, get Anchor. It's awesome. It's, I'm not sponsored by them, but just have to say it's awesome. <clears throat> well, Mike thought... I wonder if he's gonna visit me tonight. That's when Dustin and Wolfie showed up. Hi. Um, hi. Mike thought and said, "We have a little uh, performance we want to do. Would you mind? Wanna?" I thought about what the girls been saying. They want to do a show for you, so I figured, hey, why not? I think I like that. So, uh, what show are you going to do? Like the pirate show? Mike. All of us are going to do a private show. Just for you. A very special one. We're going to start off with a song that shows how sorry we are for the terrible, terrible mistake we made. Okay, let's do it. Are you ready, guys? We're ready. <clears throat> okay, one and two and one, two, three, Wolfie said. Hi there, I'm Wolfie. Want to come and play? I think you're special in your own way. We love to sing a song for you. It's our favorite thing to do because we love you through a third. <clears throat> Is that that? Is that all the song? Oh no, my friend. I just want to know what you thought. Well, I liked it. Well, good. Because it's not over yet. Alright, everyone. All together now. One, two, three. And they all start singing. The chorus. Hi there, Wolfie's friends. Wanna come and play? All of us think you're beautiful in your own way. We love to sing a song for you. It's our favorite thing to do. Cause we all love you through and through. After they sang a little bit, Mike smiled. Which made everyone else smile. You guys really think I'm special? Mike? What did I tell you? Focusing on us. Um, tell me when. Said you must be, you must be special to get old Fox in the carry around. Which I'm still not over the fact he called me old. Sorry, I'm just saying. <clears throat> Mark said, Yeah, I remember. And you said you're nothing special. Yeah, I remember that too. What did I say? Not special. You're the most special media I ever knew. Of course you're special, and not to anyone else, to us, you are, the most special mate in the whole world. That's what you said. Exactly that. So, no matter what anyone says, you're always special, and you're always going to be my little matey. She gave him a tender hug.
felt weird for a minute. Hugging an animatronic, which she once thought of as a mother figure. But he hugged her back. And he could have swore for a minute. He felt a heartbeat. But it turned out it's just the motor inside of her. Even though she they were robots, Mike knew they had feelings. Wolfie said, Well, we better keep on doing our show. That's going to bore our little audience, now do we? Alright everyone. Next act. And they sang more songs. Boxina told Pirate Story Adventures and sang a sea shanty. For those of you that don't know, a sea shanty is like, Do what wants to catch the pirates is free, you are a pirate. You know, pirate songs. At least, that's what we mean when we say sea shanty. So, after she sang her shanties, and danced, and told pirate stories, Dustin, the lead guitarist, and Chelsea, the backup guitarist, well, and backup and rhythm guitarist started doing the guitar solos. Now Chelsea wasn't really wasn't really good on carrying the melody. Well, it's not as good as Dustin, but she's been practicing really hard, especially that time she's been teaching Mike how to play. So they all did their guitar solos. Mike applauded and cheered after every single one. <clears throat> and by the end of the night, Mike was so exhausted, yet pumped at the same time. He couldn't believe it. They won his trust back, even after they were trying to kill him. He was flabbergasted. decided to go to his room and finish his security shift. Dustin's like, alright guys, I'm gonna go get some more strings in case Mike wants an encore. I'll be back. Alright, back soon, Wolfie said. Don't worry, I will. That's when he heard it. <laughs> well, well, well. Who's there? Dustin asked. What? We don't remember your old brother. Well, isn't that nice when you don't remember the one that haunts your dreams? Haunts my... Dusty. One and the same. Dust is my name. It makes you cry in fear. It's my game. Why are you here? Didn't we banish you like 30 years ago? 
hasn't been 30 years. It's been 20 years. But that doesn't matter, does it? I'm back now. Go away. Go away. <laughs> you can't be serious. Leave us alone. I just want to join in the action. What action? Why, you're gonna kill Mike, aren't you? After all, he is just an inferior human. I'm sorry. But, uh, who's made in God's image? Are you really bringing up that old wives' tale back? You know the Bible's just a fairy tale. No, it's not. I believe it. There's proof beyond belief. I only trust things I can see. That's where you're wrong, Dustin said. Now with that, he picked up his guitar and smashed it over the head of Dusty. Dusty collapsed. After that, Dustin tied him up in wire, threw him into the back room, and left him there out. So tired, brother, he said. And after that, he condemned the back room and told everyone what happened. Mike said, Well, it's a good thing got rid of him once and for all. Poxina gave Dustin help. That's right. Good job, she said in her English accent that she rarely used. But she used it when she, when, when she was excited or happy, it just showed. It's hard to explain, but it was just wonderful. They all were smiling and happy, but they had to play it's rear games all through the night, at least for the rest of Mike's shit. After that, Mike had to leave. He said, Alright guys, I'll be back tomorrow night. See ya. See ya. They all said. But, unfortunately, before Mike got out the door, his boss beat him to the punch. Mike, uh, can I have a word with you? Okay. Mike, this is hard to explain, hard to say, especially to an employee as wonderful as yourself. I mean, you're one of the best employees we ever had. But we have we have some bad news. What is it? You're fired. What? But you just said I was the best employee you ever had. Saw the security footage. We saw you tampering with the animatronics. Not to mention the odor the animatronics have seemed to acquire. We think it might have came from you. The unpleasant aroma, as it were. So, Mike. It's over. What 
give you your payment of $150 for the week. And then you have to leave. You won't be returning tomorrow night. I'm sorry. And with that, he gave Mike the pink slip of paper to fire. The animatronics didn't know what happened to Mike. Why isn't he here? Is he still afraid of us? Surely not, Wolf said. We showed him that we all love him. A lot. Something must have happened. That's when they saw the new security slash night guard. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm, I'm taking the place of Michael. Why? Oh, haven't you heard? Uh, Michael's been fired for tampering with you guys and the odor. What odor? said raising an eyebrow. The odor that you guys tended to acquire. What's that supposed to mean? You guys really reek, that's what I'm trying to say. And we think Mike might have something to do with it. What? Yeah, sorry. But that's just how it is. Besides let me off this way. Talking to you guys, that's pathetic. You guys are nothing but smelly, stupid robots. Uh oh. Foxy and Fox. Wolfie's eyes turn sheer pitch black with white pupils. You know what that? <laughs> he bit off the frontal lobe of the new security size champion, which is now known as the Bite of 87. Done. You did what you thought was right. But you did in the wrong way, Wolfie. They were hoping that no one would ask any questions or no one would notice. But it was too late. Wolfie bit off the frontal lobe of man. His name had been Jeremy. I mean, Jeremy did survive, but he had severe brain damage, and his family would refuse to let him work there any longer. The animatronics were put back on stage, and considering that Wolfie was a model who no longer was in production, they figured that it would be best to save him and possibly sell him to an antique store eventually. Well, that was good news for those who were money grabbers, but terrible news for Wolfie. 
Luckily for Wolfie, they didn't find a buyer. Apparently, animatronics who bite children and people aren't very high on demand. <coughs> but, uh, Wolfie did say, Oh no. I can't, I can't go on like this. I did a terrible thing. Foxina went over to him and gave him a hug, saying, It's okay. I won't let anything happen to you. Chelsea said, Actually, that's my job. Me and him are a thing now. You stick with me, your friends and children, and I'll take care of Wolfie. Foxina would slay you with that mint. She went to the trouble. Did something she used to do a lot. Look at a booklet of all the times she had with her friends and with Mike. She both hoped the day would come and both wished the day would never come when Wolfie and Chelsea broke up. She really wanted Wolfie, but she didn't want to make Chelsea unhappy. She made a silent vow to herself. I'm not going to date Wolfie unless he wants to start something. Her chance came one stormy night when they got in a fight. That night, for the material, for what would happen that dreadful night, would forever mark the night as fright night. Thank you for watching this video, everyone. This has been the last chapter of the Fighting Day 7. Actually, chapters 1. We'll see 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. 4, 5, and 6. Thank you for watching this video, and I and make sure to see Fright Night, which is the second book in the series. Thank you for watching this video. If you like this video, punch the like button in the face like a boss, and as always, high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching this video. I'll see you all next time in the next video. And before I go, I just want to say thank you to Scott Cawthon for inspiring the story. This is not a FNAF story, but I was inspired by the man. But it's not a FNAF story. Alright, thank you for watching this, everyone, and goodbye.